Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys had a wonderful, wonderful Monday. I say had because it's like 9 p.m. And I know you guys are just like, girl, where you been at all day? It's nighttime. You just put in an episode up. But y'all already know, like... I have to put it up when I get the word. Like, that's just what it is. Ideally, at first, I liked it in the morning, and then it was before 6 p.m., but when I get the word, I get the word, okay? So that's just what we're doing. But before we get into the episode, I want to start off by saying it's a giveaway. So I'm thinking of a state. So if you're listening to this podcast, DM me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore DM me what state you're in. And if you're in the state that I'm thinking of, I'm going to send you a piece of Christian Bay merch because I told you guys I'm going to be doing random giveaways to all of my lawyer listeners. I love you guys so much and I appreciate you guys for listening. So yeah, I'm thinking about I'm thinking of a state and if you live in the state that I'm thinking of, I'm going to DM you back and let you know that you won the giveaway. So don't wait because y'all be waiting to the next day. And then be like, oh, is this giveaway? No, sis, it's done. Like, it's done. The bays was waiting on a new episode to drop and you was sleeping on it. And then now you don't miss the giveaway. So as soon as you hear this, even if you got to pause it, well, y'all should have, if you don't have an iPhone, I'm sorry, sis. But I think Androids do it too. You should be able to listen and go to Instagram and DM me at the same time so that you can get this merch. Okay. Okay. So DM me what state you're in. So if you follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore, you know that I'm always going on rants on my story and just letting you guys know what God is showing me or what he's placing on my heart and things like that. So last week, um, I shared with you guys how before I launched the Curse Breaker collection, God led me to fast before that collection. And then all last week, he was talking to me about the hardships of being a curse breaker. And what I mean by that is if you are a curse breaker, or maybe you don't know you're a curse breaker. I just want to share with you some things that curse breakers go through. You go through um, having your family not really understand you or not really understand the decisions that you're making or not really understanding what it is that you want to do because it's outside of the norm of what they do. So it's something that they've never seen before. So curse breakers, they go through backlash from their family and they go through backlash from their friends because their friends don't always understand. And sometimes when you're called to be a curse breaker, you're called to take the path that's not always easiest it'll be easier for you to just get a job instead of being an entrepreneur why do you want to do that when I have connections for you and I can get you a job tomorrow with a great salary this doesn't make sense and that's another thing that curse breakers go through there's times where the decisions that you make and the things that God places on your heart it does not make sense to family and friends it does not make sense to the human eye and if you're a curse breaker sometimes it does not even make sense to yourself If we're being quite honest, it does not even make sense to yourself, but you know that God placed this thing in your heart and it's hard being a curse breaker because when you're in those seasons where God tells you something that doesn't make sense or that isn't logically sound to you, you have your family and your friends or your loved ones or your significant others that are saying, hey, this doesn't make sense. And they want you to explain why you're making a decision that you're making. And it's like, I don't even fully understand it myself. I don't have have all the answers you the things that you're saying to me and telling me that don't make sense the parts about it that you're that you're making obvious to me 
I already know that it doesn't make sense. I don't need you to remind me of what's obvious, but I know that even if it doesn't make sense to you and it doesn't make sense to me sometimes either, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So as a curse breaker, you have those seasons where you just have to do it just because, and you have to get to the point where you say, I'm doing it because this is what I'm doing. Like, I can't give you an answer. I can't make it make sense to you because there may be some times where God tells you to do something that doesn't even make sense to yourself. Think about um, Noah when he was building the ark. He had never seen rain before and God told him to build an ark for the flood. Imagine how he felt, but he was a curse breaker. He was the first person to do something. And if you think about it, how can you have details about something when you're the first to do it? You don't get the details until after it's done. So if you're a curse breaker, I didn't even plan to go on this ramp. Sorry, y'all. But if you're a curse breaker, or maybe you didn't know that you're a curse breaker. These are just a few of the characteristics that you experience as being a curse breaker. And these characteristics strengthen your faith and they make you get a boldness for God and what God tells you to do. And in order to be a disciple of God, in order to walk across Christ, you do have to have tough skin and you have to be able to stand in the face of the ones that you love and stand in the face of trials and tribulations and even stand in the face of logic. That That's the hardest part when you're doing it and it does not make sense. When when the people were crossing the Red Sea, they it would it would not make sense for it to split. That does not make sense. What do you mean the water is going to split in half and we're going to be able to walk on dry land? How do you walk on dry land in the middle of a sea? Let's just skip past the part of you're in the middle of a sea. How is the land dry when it was water on it? The word says that the land was how, how? So you have to push past the opinions of others. You have to push past the opinions and the backlash of family, because let's be honest, family think they know what's best for you. You have to push past that. You have to push past friends. You have to push past loved ones. You have to push past the insecurity and the fears of failing. Because remember, this is your first time doing this thing. It's never been done before. You've never seen anybody do it before. So it's already nerve wracking to you internally. And the outside pressures don't make it any better. So you're fighting against the things in the external. And then you're fighting against yourself internally to push past and stand on this word that God has given you. And you're fighting on what logic or psychology psychology or your book or your Instagram influencers will say that is what comes with being a curse breaker. So if you're listening to this and you're a curse breaker or you're experiencing any of these characteristics, I want to encourage you to do it. You don't need the answers. You don't need to have it all figured out, have it all written out. You don't need none. If God placed it on your heart, do it. Because he will guide you every step of the way. I was the first person in my family to move out of state and I moved 14 hours away. I was the first person in my family to finish college. There, I had to figure out my own financial aid in high school. I had to figure out my own application fees. I had to figure out my own admissions and how to send. I had to do that all on my own in high school by myself because nobody had ever did it before. And it doesn't make sense when you could just get a job or you could just stay here and go to community college. It does not make sense, but it produces a beast within you that everyone around you will not be able to deny. So if you're listening to this, I don't know who this is for. I'm all off topic. I'm sorry, but do it, do it and do it without explanation. Because when you, when you're the first one walking down the lane, you don't know. 
You figure it out as you go and God will use his Holy Spirit to guide you. This is going to exercise your faith and push you into a level of life that nobody around you has ever experienced before. And mark my words, those same people will be asking you how you did it and asking you to help them figure out how they can do it. Now that that random rant is out of the way, let's get into today's word. So I know how I got to the rant. I was telling you guys that before I released the Curse Breaker Collection, God led me to fast. After that, I think the following weekend, he told me to go on another fast. So I fasted again and he gave me um, ideals for my next collection. And he told me the title was going to be Raise the Standard. So when I was when I was fasting and spending this time with God, what he showed me is that my brand is where Christ and culture connects. Right. So my Curse Breaker collection, that was like chill clothes, like, um, you know, biker shorts and tanks and stuff like that. Just real chill because I have two moods, y'all. I'm either in gym shorts or I'm in six inch heels. That is my two moods. Like that's it. Like some days I'm just in gym shorts if I'm running errands, but if I'm going to an event somewhere, like I'm doing the most, I got pearls on, I got a blazer on, I got six inch heels. I got a purse to match the heels. Like I'm doing the most. So those are my two moods. So I'm not even surprised that God drop this in my spirit he said it's raise the standard your brand reaches christ and the culture that's what your brand is your brand is a bridge between the two so the culture may be attracted by the curse breaker collection because that's more their speed but i you also have some people in your audience who already are in they already are beginning to walk in their relationship with me and they want to know how to polish up they look they want to to know how to look like kingdom they want to know how to walk according to the royalty that they've been called to live in you are the daughter of a king you are the son of a king so you need to walk talk and dress as such so where is where is the clothing for them so that's what god showed me it was either the same week or the weekend that I launched the Curse Breaker collection and he gave me um, a new collection for the Christ side of my brand. So uh, the Curse Breaker collection, that's for the culture. The Christ side is you've already begin your, walk with, begin your walk with Christ and you want to change up your life to live according to God's royalty, to live according to the standard that he's called you to live to. You're set apart when you're the daughter of a king. You're not going to find Beyonce daughter just chilling, slacking and not in no name brand because she she dresses like her mom. She lives on the same standard as her mom. And God said, my children, once once I use you to reel them in, I need you to polish them up as well. I need you to show them how royalty enters a room. So that's when he gave me the Raise the Standard collection. Um, and that's where this whole thought came from. So then today when I was doing the podcast, he said, this podcast is going to be titled Raise the Standard. And I'm just thinking to myself like, okay. I'm finna do this podcast on Raise the Standard, but that's a collection. So how are we going to tie this together? Like what, what are we about to do here? So the first book, grab your journals. Y'all already know the vibes. <laughs> grab your journals. And the first book we're coming from is the book of Luke. <laughs> Y'all, I promise when I pray and God tells me, turn to the book of Luke, I'm pretty sure when y'all hear this podcast, y'all be like, this girl is not in Luke again. Because that's how I be when I'm in prayer. I'm like, Luke again? Luke should be tired of me because I'm tired of him. Like, jeez. But anyways, being obedient, I went to the book of Luke. So we're in the book of Luke chapter 14. 
And actually, when I was praying, he said Luke and Leviticus. So y'all know I have two Bibles that I study out of. So one Bible is on Luke and one Bible is on Leviticus. But we're starting with Luke chapter 14 and it's verse 33. And it says, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. And in this paragraph, Jesus was talking to them about the cost of being disciples. And he was saying, you have to um, leave your father, leave your mother, your wife, your children, brothers and sisters. You have to even leave your own life. You have to count the cost of what it means to be my disciple of what it means to follow me. And if you do not give up everything, you cannot be my disciple. So when God led me to that verse, I was like, okay count the cost of being a disciple count the cost of submitting your life to God means God I submit my life to you which means my ideal of what I thought life was and my plans and my expectations and everything that I had in mind I'm submitting it to you because I want your will instead so take my will and I'm going to get yours in return I'm going to live and I'm going to walk and talk according to your will not my own that's what it means to submit your life to Christ that's what it means to be a disciple so when God led me to that verse I was like okay great like what does that have to do with the podcast so what God placed on my heart was that when it comes to raise the standard that's what raising the standard is the ideal of life that we have and the plans that we have and what we think we want that's the bottom for God That's like Dollar Tree. That's like the bottom of the shoe. That's like the bare minimum. That's like Section 8 food stamps and government cheese. Your plans, your wills, your way of life, the man that you thought you wanted, the job you thought you wanted, the school you thought you needed to go to, the friends you thought you needed to have, yeah, all that Section 8. Compared to the plan and the will that God has for you, that's the bottom of the bottom. So God said, I want you to start off with this verse by letting them know that if you're going to follow me, if you're going to submit your life to me, if you're going to be a disciple of mine, I need you to give up everything or less you cannot be my disciple because I am royalty. I am God and my children are royalty. So you cannot be my child. You cannot be my disciple and you live in this bottom minimum section eight government cheese lifestyle. That's your mindset. That's what that's all you think you're worth that cannot be in my palace i am a king i am a god and my children are royalty as well so if you're going to submit your life to me and claim that you're my daughter claim that you're my disciple you're going to have to live according to these standards you're not gonna be around beyonce and have on sketchers Come on now. She would not have it. No, baby, you need to step your game up a little bit more. Let's put you in some Ivy Park because you round here with that Walmart brand on and we don't dress like this in a Carter household. When you with the Carters, you need to dress, walk and talk like the Carters. It's a certain standard to live by. So what God was saying was, I want you to start off with this verse and let them know that if you're going to be my child, if you're going to be my disciple, everything that you had in mind, you're going to have to give that up because you never even lived and experienced this type of royalty before. So I'm going to have to teach you what it looks like. Y'all know what I just thought about? What's that um, Disney movie that came out years before when we were younger? Like, I think it was, was it Princess Diana? 
I don't remember the name of her. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, she was a white girl. She had like brunette long hair. Her her grandma was white. She had blonde hair. And she was a little old lady, real cute. And there were royalty. And she had just found out that she was royalty. She was living in a small apartment with her mom. Didn't even know she was royalty. So then once she realized she was a part of royalty, they had her come out for the summer. And the grandma signed her up for like etiquette classes. Showed her how royalty sits. Showed her how royalty talks they took her shopping they did her hair they changed her wardrobe they showed her how to sit up at a table push your shoulders back hold your chin up i need you to walk and talk and look like royalty because you're not regular anymore i've called you i've set you apart you're a curse breaker it's time for you to raise the standard when people see you they need to know that that's not just anybody that's not just somebody that you can play with because she has a kingdom behind her she has her father behind her she has authority behind her so when you come in her presence you need to address her as such because she's royalty she's the daughter of a king when men approach you they need to know i can't just play with her and treat her any type of way she's not just a regular girl when women come in your your presence guys they need to know that this is a different type of man this isn't a man that plays games he's a man that knows what he wants this is a kingdom man he has a kingdom father so i notice that when i'm in your presence i get a different feeling i see that you move different i hear that you talk different and your presence is different so i know that i have to treat you different you cannot say that you're the daughter of a king but you walking around acting like you're a slave you're thinking slave like you have a slave like mentality and a lack mentality and a less mentality and a settling mentality so god says i need you to let them know that they need to give up everything if they want to be my disciples because i am royalty and if you're going to live according to my will and claim that you're the daughter of a king claim god first in your bio it's time for you to raise the standard show them what it looks like to be the daughter or the son of royalty it's time to raise the standard so after he said raise the standard i went and i looked up the word raise i wanted a definition because y'all know i be getting words just from the definition like he be speaking to me through google definition like webster be giving me a whole word so i went and i looked up the word raise and it says lift or move to a higher position or level and then the second definition said increase the amount level or strength of because you're not dealing with lightweight no more baby when you come over here you're gonna have to level up you're gonna have to gain some more responsibility you're gonna have to gain some more knowledge you're gonna have to gain some more wisdom you're gonna have to gain some more clarity because this is a new standard when you enter my presence your strength level is gonna have to go up because i'm heavyweight over here you're gonna have to raise your standard if you want to sit next to me if you want to talk to me there's a certain amount of levelness or certain amount of strength that you must have because i raise the standard what you're using to is not me what you did over there you cannot do over here because i raised the standard i'm the daughter of a king you just entered the presence of royalty so now that we're clear on what the standard is or now that we're clear on what it means to raise the standard it all ties together what he showed me about the clothes and what he showed me about the people that are walking in their relationship with God. Now, yeah, you were attracted by the culture and I got clothes for the culture and you want to talk fashion. We can talk fashion. But baby, once I get you over here, I'm going to have to let you know that we don't stay in gym shorts. We don't stay in biker shorts. We don't stay in T-shirts, baby. We step it up a notch. Once you enter the kingdom, it's time to get you polished up. So once he tied all of that together for me with my clothing 
line, Christian Bay Clothing, and with the title, Raise the Standard and Letting Me Know. This is what I want you to share with them and let them know that they have to give up everything because I want to give them royalty in exchange. Then I said, okay, God, so where does Leviticus chapter nine times in? So Leviticus chapter eight, I'm sorry. It says in verse 12, Leviticus 8, 12 says, then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. So in this chapter, Moses is now anointing Aaron and making him a priest. So it's telling us what's happened in this process of him becoming a priest. So he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. Next, Moses presented Aaron's sons. He clothed them in their tonics, tied their sashes around them and put their special head coverings on them just as the Lord had commanded. Now, do like I just really want y'all to see how God worked. Like, I really love including y'all in the revelations that God gives me and the way that he ties it all together. Do y'all see that the fact that God called me to start a clothing line in 2000, December 2018, and now in 2020, he's using my clothing line to give me revelations for my podcast, baby. God makes all things work together for your good. Everything that he calls you to is going to connect you to his purpose that he has for you. I thought I was just, I was just starting a clothing line. I thought I was just starting a t-shirt line, something real simple, nothing too, nothing too extravagant, you know, this just something to do on the side but that clothing line is a part of my ministry he's giving me whole words for y'all with my clothing line he said it's time to raise the standard give drop a collection raise the standard collection and then hop on the podcast and let them know what i mean by that so when he led me to this verse and i saw that it was talking about them being clothed i was like this is crazy wow like (laughs) this is crazy y'all I really be on here talking to y'all like y'all sitting right next to me. Like, <laughs> like y'all laughing with me. This It's crazy. Like, I love y'all. But yes, yeah, so I was like, this is crazy how they're talking about clothes and you're tying it all in together. And I sat and I read and I went on Google and I, I compared some different translations. I looked at some commentaries and really just tried to understand what this verse is saying. And what I got from it was that when it talked about Aaron being anointed before that, it was talking about how Moses took the anointing oil. And he anointed everything in the tabernacle, making them holy. He sprinkled the oil on the altar seven times, anointing it and all its utensils, as well as the washband and the stand, making it holy. So it talked about how Moses went around the whole tabernacle and made it holy. Every, all of the surroundings had to become holy because guess what? You're in the presence of royalty now. I'm a priest now. So everything around me must look like royalty. Are y'all catching it? Every every atmosphere that I enter, every room that I enter, I must shift the atmosphere when I enter that room because I'm royalty. When Beyonce enter a room, it's not just no regular vibe. Y'all know I love B. Okay. I love B. That's why I keep referencing her. But when Beyonce enter a room, it's not just a regular vibe. When the pastor enters a room, it's not just a regular vibe. It's okay. Sit up now because royalty is here. Sit up now. It's a shift about to happen. Sit up now. Power has entered the room. And what I think happens with our generation is that a lot of you don't think that you are powerful. You don't think that's your royalty. You don't think that you can walk in a room and shift it just like Beyonce can, but you can. 
the same authority, the same power, the same presence that Beyonce brings into a room, God has placed within you too. Don't let a status or a title or a blue mark on Instagram make you feel like you're less than and you can't walk with authority. You're the daughter of a king. You're the son of a king. And I feel like this is why God is leading me to talk about raising the standard because we think that standards are placed based on the labels of this world when God is the only one that sets standards. That's it. I don't care about your titles. I don't care about how much money you have. I don't care about your degrees and all of your certificates. I don't care about none of that. God is the one that sets standards. So if God says that you're royalty because you're his daughter, you need to walk and talk as such. When you walk in a room, the presence should walk with you, the presence of God. And that's a powerful presence. So your presence should shift any room that you walk into. They should know it's something about her. It's something about him. They different. When I talk, I can't be doing all that cursing. I remember when I first started my walk and my friends and people that I was around, when they would curse, they would apologize to me. And my family does it to this day. And at first it made me feel like, you know, I didn't, I, I was just like, why y'all doing that? Like, it's cool. Like, I would always be like, okay, it's straight. Like, okay. Like cursing, talking and they'll be like, my bad. Like stop mid sentence and say my bad. And that's because I didn't understand that it's the presence. It's the power. You raise the standard and people know that when I'm in her presence, I can't talk like that. I got to carry myself different because I'm around somebody that's set apart. I'm around royalty. She's the daughter of a king. God has called her. God has anointed her. So I must act as such. If you was in the presence of your pastor, you wouldn't be talking like that. And we serve the same God. So I have the same anointing. I have the same authority. I have the same power. So address me as such and talk different in my presence. I had to learn that because to me, I was thinking like, okay, that's you being big headed. You know, I was thinking stay humble because that's something that I dealt with before I gave my life to Christ. I was very big. headed. I tell y'all all the time I was, the, I was the mean girl. So in my walk with Christ, I'm constantly checking myself like, be like humble stay humble like don't revert back to who you used to be that's something that I do every day before I respond to people before I post something before I say a caption or anything I'm just like checking myself trying to make sure my flesh isn't trying to sneak into it because every day you must put your flesh to rest every day you must feed your spirit and do things and make sure you're intentional about being and looking and walking and talking like Christ so every day I'm just like mm hold on that's something that I would have said in 2014 that that ain't that ain't Christian babe that's jazz slipping out let me take that back so when they would apologize I felt like me accepting apology would be me being cocky so I would be like y'all it's fine like don't do that like I didn't like that but it's because I did not know that I raised the standard I did not understand that you are the daughter of a king and they must move accordingly and it's not about being cocky and it's not about being big-headed it's understanding that God has called you and he has set you apart and you shift atmospheres for the better It's not like it's a bad thing that they're catching themselves with what they're saying. That's actually a good thing. You're using your vocabulary better in my presence. And maybe outside of my presence, you'll continue to do that. So in verses 10 through 12, Leviticus 8, 10 through 12, that's what Moses was doing. He was making the tabernacle and everything around Aaron holy. 
Then verse 12 says, he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. Next, Moses presented Aaron's sons. He clothed them in their tonics, tied their ashes around them, sashes around them and their special head coverings on them, just as the Lord had commanded. And what God showed me with reading this was that it's not just enough for your atmosphere and your environment to be holy it's not just enough for your mind and your head and your external and internal to be holy the people around you must look like royalty as well did y'all catch it it's not just enough for the things in the environment that's not enough it's not just enough for you the people connected to you must look like royalty beyonce hang out with kelly hello I don't know who her other friends is from high school because she don't be with them. (laughs) She don't be with them because they're not on her level. Because what you have to realize is that the people that you hang around can either increase or decrease your status in a royalty, a daughter of a king. You need to hang out with other royal people. You need to hang out with people that live on the standard that you're called to. Because if you hanging out with somebody that's not on your standard, you can easily get pulled down. You can easily wash away your anointing. You can easily water down your anointing, water down your authority, water down the power that God has placed within you because of the people around you, because of the people attached to you. So with you raising the standard, because that's what we're doing in this season, with you raising the standard, you need to raise the standard of your atmosphere and your environment. You need to raise the standard of your thoughts and your outer appearance with the Christian Bay Raise the Standard Collection. And you need to raise the standard of the people around you. When Aaron became priest, his sons had to change the way they dressed. Because guess what? You are the son of a priest now. You're royalty. Everything must change. Everything must shift. And you must look like royalty. Those rags that you used to wear before, those clothes you used to wear before when you were regular, when you were just somebody that was casual, before you recognized your anointing and your calling and your purpose, all of that cool, calm, collected that you used to do, yeah, that's done. When you step in environments, when you step in atmospheres, I need you to look like what I've called you to. So that they know, don't, don't, don't allow people to water down the gift on your life because you're not taking it serious. You don't walk in the anointing that you have. You, you kind of cool, calm and relaxed with it. You kind of sleeping on it. Like it's just something light. And God is like, girl, I gave you power and authority to shift rooms, to break curses, to dismantle the traps of the enemy. And you around here acting like you somebody casual when I've called you to shift everyone around you. But how can you shift them if they're thinking you normal like them? They must know that no, it's something different around her. And in order for them to be shifted, you must shift first. It's time to raise the standard. So now you got homework. And I want to challenge you guys for your homework to check out the environment. Check out the atmosphere when you enter a room. Is it casual? Because you're not casual. You're the daughter of a king. So what happens when you enter a room? And then check out your thoughts. Are you thinking kingdom thoughts? Are you thinking royal thoughts? I have my friend Tamaya. She's in um, California. She just graduated from law school this past May. And she posted a post on Instagram. And it was crazy because this is the same week that God was talking to me about the Raise the Standard Collection. She posted a post on Instagram and she said, I just finished law school. So being that I just finished law school, I'm stepping into a new chapter of my life. So I cleaned out my closet and I only have like 12 outfits left. Because guess what? She's preparing to take the bar. 
So with her preparing to take the bar, when she passes the bar, because she's going to pass, when she passes the bar, she's going to be in rooms and atmospheres with lawyers. She can't come in dressing like a college girl. That's going to water down her authority. That's going to water down her anointing. That's going to water down her words because she's showing up as less than what she is. So when being that she's moving on to greater, being that she's raising the standard, being that she's getting a new level of strength in her words, in her presence, her outfits must fit. It must be according to the standard that she's on and the level that she's on. So she cleared out her closet because I'm going to another level and my appearance must go with me. My clothes must go with me. So these college girl clothes, they were cool when I was in college, but I'm, I don't leveled up now. So everything attached to me must level up with me. My environment is going to change. Her friends are going to change. The way she talks is going to change. The way she carries herself is going to change. So her clothing must change as well. So I want to challenge you guys to think about this next season that you're stepping into. And does your atmosphere and your environment and your mindset and your people and your clothes match where you want to go? What has God called you to? Has God called you to be a business owner? Do you have a blazer? I met so many business owners who don't even have a blazer. How are you supposed to be in big, big executive meetings? Yeah, a button up is cool. A blazer isn't mandatory, but are you dressing for what you're called to? Are you fitting the standard that you claim you want to live on that you've been set and called to live on? Or are you still chilling? Because don't get it twisted. The only time I'm wearing my biker shorts is when I'm making runs to the post office to drop off orders. Other than that, I'm in my heels. And my friends know I'm going to wear heels to a barbecue. Because it, there's a standard. If you ask, if you talk to my family, they're going to tell you, you, you come into the living room, Jazz, for Thanksgiving. You do no more. It's a standard. This is who I am. I'm polished. This is, this is, this is me. I'm the daughter of a king. I'm royalty. I'm that cousin on the holidays. That's, yep, that's me. I'm that cousin because I'm set apart and it's a certain standard that I live on as the daughter of a king. And y'all Christian base, if you listen to this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, you are a Christian base. And with this raise the standard episode and this raise the standard collection, there's a new standard for being a Christian bay. Everybody can't just call themselves a Christian bay because when Christian bays walk in the room, I want everybody heads to turn. And not turn because we loud and ghetto, none of that bonnets on. No, I want them to turn and say, well, who is that? Who is that? Look at the way she carry herself. Look at her, look at her, look at her briefcase because y'all know I love my briefcase. Look at her, she, she about business. Who is that? You can you you've been in a room and somebody walked in and everybody was like, who is that? That's the Christian base. That's the standard that I'm setting for a Christian. So if you're not willing to live up to that standard, thank you for listening to the podcast. But don't even call yourself a Christian because it's, it's a standard and there's going to be an event that's coming. That requires that standard. My bosses with Bibles event. We wore our pink ties and that was just the start. That was just a little piece of the standard that I'm setting, but it's, it's, it's more to come because we raising the standard. Yeah. We can get chill. We can wear sneakers. I got sneakers. I could be laid back. Get you somebody who could do both. Okay. I could be laid back, but baby, don't get it twisted because at my core, I am royalty and I walk, talk 
and look like such. And I hang out with people who are on the same level. I hang out with nothing but Beyonce's. I don't, I don't want no Michelle that I'm trying to outshine, you know. No, no, no. I hang out with all Beyonce's. Everybody around me are Beyonce because we're all raising the standard. That's it, y'all. It's up. It's up for us, okay? Okay, Krishna Bays. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on this podcast, your podcast, Father God, your platform, Father God. I thank you for this word that you dropped into my spirit. I thank you for showing how you are so tailor-made with the way that you speak to us, God. Father God, you use the things in our life and you bring us revelation through those things and you tie it all together for your glory, for your good, Father God. I thank you for speaking to me through the Christian Bay clothing and showing me how it aligns with the word of God. I thank you for giving me the words to say for each and every person on this podcast. I pray that this episode reaches the ears that it needs to reach, Father God. And I pray that a curse breaker spirit is activated in each and every listener, Father God. I pray that they begin to walk in the anointing, the authority and the power that you place inside of them, Father God. And I pray that you give them the boldness to raise the standard of their life, raise the standard of who talks to them and who approaches them, Father God. Raise the standard of the environments that they're in father god raise the standard of their presence when they enter a room father god raise the standard of their friends father god raise the standard of who they call themselves in a relationship with father god raise the standard of what they wear father god and teach us how to look like royalty father god teach us how to be vessels that are reflections of you and your kingdom your power and the favor that you've poured over our life we love you and we will forever praise your name I pray for those who are affected by the Black Lives Matter right now, Father God. I pray for all of the families who has lost someone, Father God. I pray that your angels cover each and every person that's protesting, Father God. I pray that you go before them, Father God. I pray that you continue to allow your hand to guide us in this tough season, Father God, and continue to give us a peace that surpasses all understanding, but a power that forces change in a system that we feel like wasn't created for us father god i pray that every person with a voice has your protection father god that you allow them to speak and be heard by the people they need to be heard by so that they can get into rooms that can cause a change and a shift in the system father god we believe it father god i pray for it i speak it and i claim it in jesus name we'll forever praise you and love you amen I love you guys so much. I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for your health, for your family. I rebuke any COVID-19. I'm praying for this Black Lives Matter protesting that's going on. I pray that you guys stay safe. I pray over all of our Black men, our Black women. I just cover you guys in prayer. And I thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. I will talk to you guys next week, Monday. I'm getting on live this Wednesday to do Bible study on my personal page at the Christian Bay underscore. So if you're free, check your girl out. I'm probably going to get on like 8 p.m. It's me and um, they, if you guys watched us do Bible study before, I think we're going to get on like 8 p.m. probably. So just watch my story. I'll tell you guys what time on Wednesday. But yes, I'll talk to you guys soon. Love y'all. Bye.